your cat is named Patches. Yeah, my son just liked the name. I said, you know, you don't have to name a physical description of the cat. And he's not like patchy necessarily. Like his, he has a, a nice coat. I kind of feel like it's an insult. Was there a lot of controversy around the naming of the cat? Oh, I don't really. It doesn't matter what you name a cat because they don't, I don't know. They don't really, if they don't want It doesn't a, matter what you name a cat, but you have specific opinions about how you should name a cat? Well, I, I, sure, I have a little bit of opinions, but it's like, to me, because I, I thought, why don't we just name him Island Boy? Right? Because that's a good name. Yeah. And they said, no, we got to give him like a traditional cat name, like Patches or something. It's like Wolverine's secret identity. Uh, why does Wolverine... I, I don't want to get into that. Because he wore uh, an eye patch. So Wolverine from the X-Men puts an eye patch on and people don't recognize him. He has the same haircut. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a haircut no one else in the whole world has except him. Previous to that, he was always wearing a mask or a cowboy hat. So... <laughs> okay. okay. I guess cool. that's the answer. Andy, by the time this oh. episode comes out, your birthday will have just passed. So I want to say happy birthday. And Thanks. I want to know how your birthday was and what you did for your birthday. And it looks like you lost an eye in the birthday party because you're wearing an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Should we cut uh, your patch now? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It was a good birthday? Yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah. We, uh, what do we do? <laughs> we had pizza? I think there was hot fudge brownie sundae involved. Cool. Um, I think for the most part, everybody had a great time. And, uh, the, uh, drifter that perished, uh, Obviously, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> no. Uh, or the fault of anybody at the party. It just yeah, he happened to be there and happened yeah, to perish. At that disclaimer and that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, when you get a jumpy castle for a party full of adults, you know. Things happen, and if you invite a drifter in off the street because he looks lonely, then. If you want to hunt the most dangerous game, it's like you have to break a few eggs if you want to have that, if you want to eat that (laughs) omelet. I get it. That's right. Okay, let's start the podcast. Yeah, man. Hello, and uh, welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items, and then we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. That list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net, and you can find a link to that in the show notes. So we've known each other since high school. Once, while working a summer job behind the deli at Main Street Wine and Cheese... If I recall correctly, this was Main Street's new location on State Street. Yeah, that's right. Anyway... We were outside on our lunch break eating some truly massive sandos we just made for ourselves when the town eccentric meandered up and recited to us a ranked list of everything. We memorized the list, of course, which wrapped up just as we took the last bites of those massive sandos. Suddenly, we both let out such a massive belch. Like a walrus. Which shocked us all so much that it erased our memories of the list. We can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. The list is now at 254 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Anime and 48 Hours on the middle list. Now, 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 Jake, I hasten to add here that 48 Hours, when I say that, I'm not talking about the unit of time for two days. I'm talking about the movie with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, the Martin Brest film, where Eddie Murphy is in prison and he gets to get out for 48 hours so that he can help solve this case in which a guy's been murdered. Uh, I forget the particulars right. of it. I want to say it's the guy from The Warriors that's the, be- the villain in them, but that okay. movie is the one I'm talking about. And when you say anime, you are talking about the sort of subgenre of Japanese animation that does not include a 48 hours adaptation, but probably should. The, there's not an anime 48 hours, although, yeah, if, if there was, uh, I'd be the first one in line. If, so if you want to take a look at the complete list, go to everydamnthing.net. You can and we're looking the at the list sh- right now because we're going to put new things in it, right? That's right. Um, yeah. I just want to make sure that a listener gets the last bit of that sentence I was going to say, and that is that you could find a link in the show notes. I'll be honest, that, that wasn't a priority for me, sorry. <laughs> we want to welcome uh, uh, our guest uh, this week, uh, Andy Grinelli from The Distillers and Seized Up, formerly of The Nerve Agents. Andy, welcome. Hello, everybody. Thanks wow. for having me again. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks you. a this is, You're now joining the Three Timers Club. Yeah. I love it. I think after this, we won't make a big deal of it anymore. We'll see. It's good to have you back, Andy. It's a, it's a real treat every time I get to see you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, before we get straight into the uh, topics, a few months back, we got an email to our email address, which is list at everydamthing.net, from our listener, Chris L. And he said this. He said, hey, guys, thanks for the show. You've helped me pay my house, run irrigation, and various other mind-numbing chores, such as working in an office. I'm curious, well, he also listened to our list. podcast while he did like while he did those things, but we taught him how to do that That's stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't literally help him stuff, which yeah. I I'll never do that. Uh, so I'm curious. Chris goes on. Where on the list the great sandwiches fall? I know you've ranked the sandwich itself, and I thank you for that. I'm fascinated by the all-time sandwiches, the Monte Cristo, for example, with its conjuring up of images of Fat Elvis, the meatball sub, the lobster roll, the croque monsieur, or even the lowly grilled cheese are pretty timeless, as is the PB and J. But I'm sure you know, masters of the list and all. 
that there are hundreds of good sandwiches, and it's not a sandwich podcast, though that should be your next endeavor, maybe. Uh, anyways, he notes I'm vegetarian, and he uh, says a few other things and closes with, um, all right, I'm hella hungry now. Thanks again for helping keep things light during all the weirdness. Peace out, Chris. Yeah, so we thought Chris's uh, ideas here about sandwiches deserve some thought. So we decided we're going to do a recurring sandwich series with episodes every so often that are all about sandwiches. And we have Andy on as our special sandwich consultant, at least for this first installment. Thank you. So Andy, what's your personal history with sandwiches? You like them? You eat them from time to time? Sandwiches are are very near and dear to my heart. Um, My sandwich eating career began as a young boy um, where I would go to school uh, as early as uh, five years old. I believe I started uh, going to school and Every day, I would eat a sandwich. Tell me what it was like. Well, you know, it started for me with PB&J. Nice. And, uh, Classic. I quickly graduated to salami. And salami and cheddar, uh, American actually, with mustard, uh, was a sandwich that my grandfather would make for me every day. And then taste changed. I think um, at some point, maybe I got one too many knuckle in my salami. And I graduated <laughs> to Turkey, and um, Turkey's where I be, you know. I'm, uh, so, yeah, as a child, you you enjoyed childish things, and then when it was time to put them aside and eat an adult sandwich, you ate that. And what's what goes on the turkey sandwich? Like, <laughs> well, hey, let's come back to that because I think that's going to be our third topic of the. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Episode. Yeah. So let's start with our first topic, uh, which mm-hmm. was submitted in the uh, email the listeners just heard by Chris L. Uh, and that's the grilled cheese. Oh, the grilled cheese is a good sandwich. You couldn't take it with you to school if you're a kid, right? Well, you could take a cold one, I suppose. Yeah, but what, who's going to eat a cold grilled cheese, though? Like, you don't At what that. point does a grilled cheese devolve into a cheese sandwich? Yeah. Which because I, it's no longer grilled. I think uh, having once been grilled, it remains a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, it's it's a only cold a cheese grilled. sandwich before the grilling of it. Okay, okay. I I'm not a scientist, so I get I don't, it. You I can't mean... turn back time. You can ungrill the sandwich. I get it, but it's yeah. if it it's it's not like in its best state, right? The, I, the way no, I imagine no, a grilled no, cheese no. sandwich is you take you you butter both sides of the bread on the outside, you put cheese mm-hmm. on the inside, and you cook it on a grill or like you you know you cook yeah. it in a in a pan, um, yeah. And and you get it till it's nice and toasty and brown, and then you eat it and you dip it in some tomato soup or something, right? Yeah, and and you could eat it in lots of different ways. You I make think it with you... cheddar. You make it with Swiss. I don't know. Is there another cheese people use for grilled cheese? I think oh, I was looking for sort of this, cheese. the cheesy melty stretch. Oh, yeah. yeah. As you oh, pull they, the pieces they, apart, that they they have this stretchy. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and you, that's, that's the money shot there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you can put other things in it like uh, – A lot of people ba- put tomatoes in it, I think. I frequently yeah, yeah. do. Um, you could put bacon bits. When we decided we were going to do these this topics, I ate one of each of the types of sandwiches. All right, all right. That's good practice. Not all in a row. Mm-hmm. So um, my grilled cheese I made last week, uh, the cheese is from um, Tamales Farmstead Creamery. It was their Ant- Atika cheese, which oh. is a uh, which is a word of um, – what's, what's that? Um, <laughs> from the tribe that's from around uh, 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 indigenous from... peoples. It's from the Bay Area. All um, right, okay. So anyways, it's, it was an aged goat and sheep manchego inspired cheese you know like a hard cheese um it's usually aged at least five months did it melt um, when you when you grilled it though yeah yeah but it didn't melt that great i also used butter from uh, tamales farmstead and phil you asked about uh you know what cheeses are best for it and really any cheese so um recently my wife and i ali we went on a tour of this tamales farmstead and we had a little wine and cheese tasting there um I got to hold a baby lamb. Listeners might remember uh, hearing us talk about this a couple episodes uh, ago. Humble brag. And Tamara Hicks, the owner of the farm, told a story of how when she was having a conversation with one of the founders of Cowgirl Creamery, which is really a uh, well-known here. creamery around here, uh, th- this woman said she never throws away cheese, um, the Cowgirl Creamery founder. Uh, she always takes cheese home and usually like keeps it until it gets pretty old, unless it gets really bad mold on it, and then, in which case you pull the mold off. Um Take it home and just use it for grilled cheeses um, until you're done with it. And you can mix the cheeses and do all that. So that's kind of what I did. I get a lot of cheese plates. So that's going to be my policy now is I don't have to finish the cheese plate. I can just take the cheese home, make grilled cheese. So I made it with um, that cheese from there. Um, my, the bread I used was uh, Josie Breaker country bread. It's mostly whole wheat flour, but but a sourdough culture. Uh, really good. That's another local baker. Uh, they make great bread. I, I feel like, though, you got a skewed idea of what a grilled cheese sandwich is because no, when most I've people got, picture I, a grilled cheese sandwich, what they're imagining is uh, a white or sourdough bread with American or maybe hey cheddar man, or Velveeta Swiss. Hey, and white bread is also great, too. I fucking love right. going to Robert's Western World in Nashville and oh. getting their grilled cheese sandwich, uh, right. which is Velveeta on white. That's great, too. But there's all, that's the thing. There's all kind of grilled cheese sandwiches. And the one I had, you know, which – 
I okay. you know, started describing to you and didn't finish describing to you yet um, is great as well. Uh, so this uh, grilled cheese, my grilled cheese sandwich of the day, I um, I didn't grill it, but I think it still counts as a grilled cheese because I, I air fried it in my Breville toaster oven. That's not um, grilled, man. It wasn't grilled. But it, it came out just like a grilled cheese sandwich. Like it, I, I put the butter on the outsides. Um, so I learned that the air fryer can do grilled cheeses and it does it great. And it, it kind of overdid it. I think I put it in too long and it came, came okay. out a little bit. A little bit burnt, but one of my favorite profiles is burnt. Um, so, and the grilled cheese sandwich. I mean, just for you know about how burnt, how eat, how eating charred food is really bad for you. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Our, our friend Victor told me this. He said you can't ever eat anything charred. And I said, man, I don't like. What, really, come on now. You can't eat anything yeah. charred. And he said, no, what? no. He said that's the worst thing for you is to eat anything charred. Just burned. It's like carcinogenic. Essentially, burned is hey, like it alters like, it in, in a chemical way. It's like, like eating an ashtray. Yeah. I one of my most favorite things in life is to take a flour tortilla and burn it just straight onto the burner on the flame yeah on the flame yeah. rotate it flip it i feel you man get it burned and just roll it up and eat it burnt is oh, one wait. of the best flavors it, there is is man. a quesadilla a grilled cheese sandwich speaking of that i think technically it is but we get into some debates like a hot yeah. dog is a sandwich or not or we, and we try to sure, steer clear of that kind of I'm stuff i'm not yeah. sure we have time for that somebody should submit quesadilla yeah. and maybe we'll include it in this but uh, for this, this we're not going to include quesadilla I, right I, would now. File, I would file this quandary under the same one where you call a falafel sandwich a sandwich yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. It really and, and it's honestly like, depends on the how many pieces of bread in the relation of it to this stuff. Oh, what was that? You want to know what I paired that um, grilled cheese sandwich with? It was a <laughs> yeah. 2019 French Chablis. Um, oh, you took the words right out of the, good. nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I, I really liked it a lot. It was good. That particular cheese is a little understated. It tasted okay. mostly like br- the the butter and the bread, which I think is, is okay. the case with a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches. But that's great. Grilled cheese yeah. sandwiches, uh, the butter and the bread are really important in those. Um, okay, and they help make the sandwich. Yeah, when you only have three ingredients, you need the them all to be good. Yeah, you want them to be to get along with each other and to yeah. you know harmonious. Do what's right. Yeah, to be harmonious. I had some Dijon that I was dipping it in. I think mustard is for me is a standard thing to have with grilled cheese. Um, like but to of dip course. it in there. Andy, do you have any a history with grilled cheese? I wouldn't say history. Uh, I've always enjoyed them. I think they're great. Um, you dip them into tomato soup? You like a pair of tomato soup? Yeah. You like Swiss? You like cheddar? You like uh, American cheese? Any any particular one? I would do a medley. Oh, I'd take all three. Kobe or something. Sure. Or whatever you call it. You know, if, where that one that's mixed. Monterey Jack, something yeah. like that. Yeah. If somebody, mm-hmm. say, say your birthday hadn't just happened and somebody was like, hey, I'm going to make you like your preferred type of grilled cheese sandwich for your birthday. What type of bread would you want sourdough sourdough okay mm-hmm. and then sort of medley of cheese yeah mm-hmm. and would anything Swiss. else go, go in it well see this is what i was gonna say earlier is i think you you have a grilled cheese which is going to be grilled bread and cheese mm-hmm. and then you have melts and that's where you start adding stuff well, well yeah, i think we're going to get into that that kind of yeah. makes sense yeah your bacon bits like phil was saying you start adding okay. stuff yeah. then you have a melt on your hand yeah, and, uh-huh. and we're going to get to one a little bit later, I think, that will cover this. So, so. so for the for the sake of rating it, when we rate the grilled cheese, are we including melts or sort of like melt is sort of like – No. An, an I don't we think we just... can. I think we got to be specific. So no other because ingredients, I'll... just like even like little bits of tomato? We shouldn't even be talking about open-faced uh, grilled cheese sandwich because that's that not, seems like – like... That seems like a slice of pizza to me. Like I, yeah, like no, it, no, no, yeah. That's not. I've never know heard of an open face grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, yeah that's a like. like there, I went online. I was looking at recipes. Sort of French word for that. It's like. A, Speaking uh, of this, I can't go to these recipe websites. I'm I'm fucking done with it, man. I, yeah, like, me too. They they break your phone. They do like everything is. It used to be like <laughs> the worst things were like either pornography or websites that had. Um, you know, music lyrics like, hey, what are the oh, words yeah. of that song? And you look it up and the websites are awful and unusable, but you have to go to it. But this is like the recipe SF ones. Gate and recipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the recipes. Yeah, SF Gate so, sucks too. We need yeah. like a revolution or something about recipes. We need to f- the come up with a new The ads are bigger and more pronounced than the actual recipe. You know yeah. what? You or guys, they have a whole what? story about how they ate the grilled cheese, the place they went to, yeah. the cheese yeah, they yeah. got. Uh, and it's like nothing I like less than hearing about that or reading that. It's and like that's trying at the top to watch a YouTube things. video on how to replace the alternator in your Nissan Altima. Oh, and Maybe, they tell you about smash that like you know, for half an hour like, at first. Oh, I've had this Ultima for thirteen years. Maybe it's we need to. Maybe car. this is our opportunity. We see a we see a space for this. We need to start a website that's no bullshit, just recipes. By the way, I'm gonna listener. I'm gonna email this audio to myself, which is essentially <laughs> a copyright. So don't try to take this idea from okay. me. Okay, cool. Okay, well done. Uh, so all recipes. Another well, yeah. something I want to note about grilled cheese sandwiches too is it's a real classic go-to for vegetarians. I mean, uh, like now there's a lot more options, but 
for me, um, you know, I started being a vegetarian in 95. And for a long time in many restaurants, that was pretty much the only option. Um, and even like I remember being on tour in, the, you know, the early 2000s and we would ha- we'd have to eat at fast food, you know, we're in a van and whatnot. And like I ordered a lot of essentially quarter pounders with no meat, which is maybe not a grilled cheese. I guess it's just a cheese sandwich, but still like I ate a lot of grilled cheeses at a lot of Waffle Houses as well. Yeah. So right. vegetarians will probably feel me on that. So it's something that you have you have warm feelings towards. Um, everyone seems to like be happy with this. I remember there's a place in New York that they only serve grilled cheese or that was like their yeah. thing. And I remember going there. I thought, oh, this is nice. And people lining up for it. They said, you know, like they, they feel a sense of nostalgia for it because it's something that oftentimes a, a sandwich you have when you're a kid, like peanut butter and jelly. I would argue that a grilled cheese sandwich, like a place that specializes in grilled cheese sandwiches, and this is an argument for sort of including the at least the idea of melts to some degree in our judgment here, is that like yeah, those yeah. would include lots and lots of what we would call melts. So I think uh, well, at least when I'm judging grilled cheese, putting it on the list here, I'm also including with it the idea that it's like the foundation at least for a melt. I think if you're going to call like what you were talking about a grilled cheese sandwich, I think that's like you could call a cheeseburger a, a grilled cheese sandwich by the same calculus, yeah. right? I mean, we, a lot, we, like at In-N-Out when you order the grilled cheese, it's essentially – a burger. It's not really a grilled cheese, but the, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the, they, they call give you that, the burger though. with no meat. The cheeseburger with no okay. meat. Okay, but well, we're talking about something that's been grilled. So yeah. you're, the, the sandwich that you ate doesn't really fit the bill. It's been cooked on a grill. That's why it's called grilled cheese. There's butter on both sides or some some kind of oil on both sides. Well, the, the air fryer simulated grilling it. Like it, it cooked it in exactly the I, way that a grilled cheese I, would I, be I can't cooked. debate it with you right now, Jake. Okay. I'm not in the business of telling you you're wrong. I'm your friend and, yeah. and, and I respect <laughs> you. Um, I think we're going to have to, as they say, a to D on this one. Okay, me and the listener will yeah. agree with what I said, and you can disagree with all the rest of us. Look, I'm trying not to. I don't want to derail things. I don't. I'm okay. not trying to slow things down. <laughs> well, let's. In the spirit of that, let's get rolling on ranking uh, this. Let's yeah, put it on here. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. There's a, there are many sandwich fixins already on the list. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and, and there's sandwiches and, and, themselves, as Chris mentioned, at 25. Number 25. Yeah. yeah. I guess we would say, is this better than sandwiches as a whole? Or worse. Now, is remember, it? there are some bad sandwiches. Yeah. You can, so, so, there's so, even so, the term shit sandwich. No one ever says shit grilled cheese sandwich, right? Or shit on yeah. the shingle. Yeah, yeah shit, sandwich, shit on the shingle. Those are Well, shit on the shingle is a good sandwich, isn't it? It's open face. It's got a terrible it, name. It's open um, face. Chip yeah. beef. Like the way my yeah, approach is to name. think that like, okay, if sandwiches is 25, if grilled cheese is in the top half of sandwiches, then grilled cheese should be 24 or more. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's better. I don't know approach. if it's in the top half of sandwiches though, man. I like it just fine, but sandwiches are a top-heavy list in and of themselves, just like our true, list is top-heavy, right? I, I'd be tough to say. I, I like a grilled cheese sandwich from time to time, but it's pretty – when I say time to time, those are pretty long times. So do you think most sandwiches you would prefer to a grilled cheese? You know what? I don't 50, so, at least 50% actually. of them. I've had some pretty lackluster uh, like sandwiches <laughs> in my life. Yeah. You ever read like lackluster sandwich magazine? Because like, <laughs> they got some pretty lackluster sandwiches in there, and I've had my share of those. Sorry, I just got sidetracked looking at the bottom of the list. There's some stuff in here that I, I just don't like. Crushed ice? You guys don't like crushed it ice? It melts too fast, and it gets your It drink has watery. such an excellent place in the pantheon of ices. Because you like pizza places. That's why you like going to I pizza mean, places. You, you ever had like a Dr. Cup? Pepper with crushed ice? Well, so crushed ice is at two twenty one on the list. Um, <laughs> Wait, yeah, what I are mean, like, and chest hair? You know, as a hairy guy, like I mean, it's bad. It's not that bad. Yeah, but it's it's not horrible. But it gets all over the place, man. Where do we have chest hair? I mean, it's not chest worse hair, than uh, man is bun. It, is it well? The, if you have a man bun, it controls all your hair, so it it's doesn't get everywhere. Gas powered. It's like having blower. a hairnet. Gas powered leaf blower is is. But you're in the That's list. Far worse you're in the list of things. Chest hair is not awful. I'm a hairy guy myself, Andy. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to hair shame anybody. But listen, chest hair will get like it gets all every place. You know what I mean? It's all over the place all the time. When you like, it's whereas, like Tommy Bahama shirts, they don't get all over the house. So that's like the argument for having them as low as they are. Yeah. Um, also, my wife claims that chest hair and also facial hair are pubic hair. She claims that like a be- like a beard is pubic hair because she found a definition of it that says hair that grows on your body after puberty. So she's like, okay. Phil, if you shave, that means there are pubes in the sink. And I was like, no, that's not what's going on, Beth. Is that what she thinks when she talks to me then? When she I, sees my stories on Instagram and looks at them, she thinks there's that man with the pubic hair on his face. I don't think she thinks it. I think it's a, I think it's a claim. Like, it's, it, like <laughs> yeah. she she adopted this opinion because it reinforced her argument, but now she's kind of stuck pretending to believe that. Oh uh, yeah, it happens okay. to me all the time. We'll link to Andy's stories on Instagram. 
Yeah, I know you. <laughs> uh, so let's cool. let's go back to this. Let's get on track here. So I see, I'm seeing triangle pizza and square pizza are very close to one another with pie in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Does it feel that this should land around there? Well, it's I mean, we're 31. not ranking sandwiches. We're ranking grilled cheese sandwiches, which is really similar to pizza. But I don't yeah, think it does, uh, pizza is kind of to... like pizza is like the best grilled cheese sandwich you could have. So, I but think. if you're using pizza as like sort of like a bar, like is grilled cheese better than pizza or is it worse than pizza? I think it's I worse. Think it's... So, uh, and I agree. For the listener, I'd rather have pizza than a grilled cheese. Triangle pizza is yeah. 33, pies 34, uh, square so pizza is 35. Under that. Yeah, so I think definitely below that. But I think I mean Phil was making an argument for putting it below. Oh yeah, so that's already below SNL. Sandwiches. Like, is would you rather have a grilled cheese or would you rather sit down and watch SNL? I don't know. I'm not a big mm. SNL guy. Like, although I've, I've had, I've enjoyed it a lot in my life over the years, you know, and at times, and at times that's what I want. So uh, SNL was it? Is it 41? The next food down is six bagels, 63. I like bagels, I'd rather but have a bagel. Would you rather have a bagel? bagel yeah, I think cheese. so. But it's getting pretty close. Yeah. And pancakes, 64. I think I'd rather have pancakes. Me too. Um, so the next food after that is rye bread, which is could be. Oh, I like a, rye bread a lot. Why is this so low? What did you do? I would take. I would. Why love are you a oppressing rye bread me? Grilled cheese. Oh yeah. If you're gonna make a grilled cheese, make it with rye bread and Swiss cheese, man. Please. And, well, Andy would yeah, make. It, Andy would make sourdough, but I okay, would. Well, but rye is right there. It's kind of like anti-Semitic that rye bread is so low to begin with. <laughs> Come Jake. on, Phil. Like, how did oh, you put it so low? Why did I let you do that? I didn't that put to it me? so low. You did too. You're part of this. I know because you made me question my own self. You made me. Uh, you 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 turned it around on me. Well, you made me doubt myself. To, when it comes time to nominate something for re-ranking, okay, uh, you could put rye bread in there. These, and see what happens. I like these other foods are are like pancakes higher. Come on, man. Let's be reasonable. Pancakes should be oh. higher than. <laughs> they should make rye cheese. pancakes. Then we can you might, all. Be you might happy. have to have a blind spot a big, for rye bread. A big old pancake. In order, so movie theater popcorn is eighty six, um, and and grilled cheese has got to be above movie theater popcorn, right? Do you guys agree? Oh, I don't know, oh, yeah, dude. I movie theater popcorn's stuff. pretty good. It gets stuck in Ugh. your teeth and you can't enjoy yeah. the movie. Yeah, you're right. So it's going to be somewhere around 64 pancakes, or between 64 yeah. pancakes and 86 movie theater popcorn. We do have rye bread at 82. I think actually grilled cheese should go below rye bread. Yeah. And rye, yeah, and rye less, bread is, yeah. is 83 I, but I, snare drums. Give me snare drums, though. Give yeah. me yeah. – can, can you pay your rent with snare drums? Beer and wings and Bon Jovi. Yeah, um, that sounds good yeah, to let's, me. Let's sandwich it right there between yeah. ah. perfect beer and wings and Bon Jovi. Between the nice bread of beer and wings and Bon Jovi. You could, yeah. I could imagine eating beer and wings and grilled cheese sandwiches and listening to Bon Jovi and just calling it a day, man. And so. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, grilled cheese sandwich goes in at uh, number 85, moving Bon Jovi, the music group, to number 86. Let's take a break, and we'll come back and we'll rank the next sandwich. Okay. Welcome back. Um, it's good to have you back with us. Thanks. Oh, he wasn't talking to you, Andy. He was talking to the listeners. Uh, well, thanks anyways. <laughs> so, Andy, we're going to talk about another uh, sandwich now. Are you ready to do it? Yes. Okay. This sandwich was submitted by Phil. Oh, that's me? Our, our, yeah. yeah, our, our host, co-host, or tri-host. Um, he tries to host. Uh, and this is a tuna melt. Uh, it's it's related to the grilled cheese in that um, it's usually been grilled. And it's got some cheese in there, but it's also got a bunch of tuna in there. The way I think of it is, it's basically like a grilled cheese, except with tuna in it. I mean, there's there, and you can use different kinds of tuna, and you can use different kinds of uh, cheese as well. Like at diners, they'll do it with cheddar cheese. I, I like it on uh, rye bread with. Of course, you know this about me. I'm gonna like it with <laughs> rye bread, Swiss cheese, mustard, and a pickle, right? And Ooh, it's yeah. like what kind of pickle? Uh, just a dill pickle. Is that, okay. I know it's controversial now. There's some pickle talk. Pickles, uh, yeah. uh, uh, There's been the a listeners. lot of pickle controversy lately on the uh, podcast, Andy. Now, oh, yeah. there's another kind of sandwich that you can get, which is like – What um, other pickle is there? Bread and butter? It, uh, imagine the math oh. of like oh, – Wait, wait, wait. A, hold on. I think Andy's going to say where he stands on bread and butter here because that's wait, where the controversy is around. Bread and like butter pickles? Or bread yeah. and butter? Dill. Do you like bread yeah. and butter pickles? I do not. Okay. Well, there's, you? there's one vote against bread and butter. Oh, they're okay. I'm, I'm neutral on it. Yeah, I'm more or less neutral. Like I, okay. I, I, I like to have a dill pickle though. I prefer it. That's what I think yeah. when I'm so imagining crunchy. my sandwich. It wouldn't work for my sandwich to put uh, bread and butter pickles on it. But other people live different lives than I do, and they might want a bread and butter. And the like guest ranking of bread and butter pickles, um, we've yeah. got two against and one for. Wait, am I oh. against or for? No, you're neutral with me. We don't we we don't get to vote on this. I don't think. Oh, Who okay. likes bread and butter pickles? Jade Puget does. He was just on the podcast. Yeah, we don't want to personalize it, but yeah. So I got to tell you, I love a tuna melt. Like it's, it's an incredible thing. And it's pretty much the only combination of cheese and fish that I eat that I can think of. Like I don't That's... think – I can't think of anything else that people eat where fish and cheese are combined. It's like It's got to be some German a... dish, man. Oh, well, there is something that in, in Germany – but also they do this in, um, in Spain. They put uh, – they'll put tuna on a pizza. 
And we think oh, it's yeah. weird, but we put sardines on pizza with that's nothing. And, yeah. and that's good. It's actually like it's it's really good. And a lot of times you tell it to people, they say, oh, tuna on pizza sounds awful. But when they try it, they're like, oh, this is great. I think we tried the tuna this. Gets maybe Andy crispy. was there. I think I think we tried it and it, it didn't generally get good um, reviews. From they the didn't make it us. right. It's supposed to get okay. – they're supposed to – because they use too expensive of tuna. You're supposed to use like the little flake ah. tuna and it gets crispy on top. It's okay. nice. Like, it's like a tuna melt. But it's like an open-faced tuna melt. Basically. Now, if you want to use gonna... nice tuna on a tuna melt, though, I think you can. Yeah, like, that's the like thing. For is example, we went the tuna a... melt that I had last night from Woodhouse Fish Company, they use oh, fresh albacore on toasted garlic buttered sourdough bread. And fresh albacore is great, you know? Yeah, I would say fresh albacore is good enough that you probably – you might not want to mess with it by putting it in a tuna melt, right? Like, well, yeah. the tuna melt I had, I, I thought like was this, really good. The, like this, this beautiful beast is getting slaughtered in the Pacific Ocean, and all the mercury is getting drained out for me to eat. And then, if I'm gonna do that, I'm not. I'm not. Try, I'm trying You're not, not to like slather it with cheese. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, try not so to so much. Though. Whereas, whereas, like the stuff that's like maybe it's not even tuna. There's like maybe they, they got some dolphins in the net. You know, they chop it up, and there's some scales in there. The, the construction of the tuna in your tuna melt. Oh, I is use it I, like a tuna I, salad where you mix it with mayo or do a little you do bit. Like... I, I don't use it. I don't use mayo because I use um, I use, use the tuna olive... packed in oil. Yeah, I use yeah. the tuna packed uh-huh. in olive oil already, yes. and then I mix that up with I chop up a little bit of celery. Yeah, I chop, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of pickle. I use dill pickle, but somebody might want to use bread and butter. If I don't know if they, that's what they want, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But I'm saying um, then I and then I, I I stir that around with some mustard. I like to use I don't like Dijon mustard so much. I like the just whole grain brown mustard, you know. But yeah. I'll use French's yellow mustard too. And then I put that onto like the rye bread, and then it's like you 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 cook it like a grilled cheese. But you could also uh, you could make a tuna melt where you broil it on top too, and that yeah. that kind of rules too, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, so when I, when I say a tuna melt. There's two different ways to make it, and one way, I guess, would be open face, and I think it would still yeah. be a tuna melt if you made it that I way. I think there's another word for open face sandwich that it would be called instead. What's that, what's that French word for open face sandwich? It's like um, like a croque monsieur or something. Croque monsieur. No, yeah. no, no. Croque or monsieur croque is not open face. It's um, yeah. it's a different. Fr- it's like. Oh boy! Croque yeah. is open face. Okay, so we're just talking about one that's a closed face. It's grilled on both sides, and it's essentially yeah. when when I picture it, I'm just basically imagining a grilled cheese with tuna in it. And it, and again, you can make it a lot of different ways. And people will argue. You go online and look at recipes, and once you wade through all that stuff, the look at the comments for a YouTube channel where they're talking about tuna melt. People fighting with each other. People saying like, yeah. "Get the fuck out of here." Get off, you know, well, mean, then, can't, yeah. delete your account. How dare you? That's not that's not how you make a tuna melt. But like, I'm just telling you what I like and I enjoy. And there's different kinds. And, you know, I, and I think they're all fantastic. I make it with, um, you know, a lot of mayonnaise. Some people don't use me because I don't need the mayonnaise because I got the olive oil in there. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But if people like it, you know, that's that's good for them. That You know, that that works. Right. Um, yeah. Is it a tart? Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't know what I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. I got. I got... It's okay, man. So, so oh, I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I wasn't I paying attention. I think I heard you ask what I paired my tuna uh, melt with, and it was the Sofitio Italian Pilsner by Fort Point, which is like my favorite uh, a Pilsner. Quite okay. good. <laughs> um, one thing I will say, oh. like, I, like I love that one. But that one came with um house-made uh, potato chips, and it was really. I mean, it was a great sandwich. I liked it quite a bit, but um, adding the potato chips to it like really leveled it up. Did you put the potato chips on the sandwich? Oh yeah, I put them in the sandwich. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And that'll that'll level up many sandwiches, but uh, it really does it for for a tuna melt. Um, I, I would my... say like you get a crispy potato chip. Another thing you might want to do in a tuna melt, which you can, or if you go to a diner and order it, um, is you ask them to put some onion rings in it, and it's like it's a oh, power yeah, move. I've yeah. I've done it a few times, and you you say that, and the person will say, "I respect you." I understand what you're doing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, our friend our friend Nick once he went to Taco Bell and he asked them if they could put a Mexican pizza inside a country up supreme and they had to check with the guy in back and the guy looked because he was like, Who's this person ordering it? And he looked at our friend Nick <laughs> and he saw like, Oh yeah, this guy's not playing around. He's he's not kidding. He's not like some kid trying to have a laugh. He saw the look on Nick's face, which is like which was optimism, like I hope I'm gonna be able to eat this thing and, and yeah. he did it and and it was like, you know, that's how it is if you order onion rings on a tuna melt, like inside it. Yeah. You know well, both onion rings and tuna melts um can d- destroy my stomach. The one I had last night, which I was surprised oh, by, yeah. was, was is a good is good for the one last night for using nice fish and mm-hmm. you know, whatever nice bread or not too much oil, but I didn't destroy my stomach which was great the first one that i ate uh which well so i used a tuna melt to break my veg edge my 20 year um 20 years of being a vegetarian this happened was it a few worth years it? ago um i had a tuna melt kitty corner from your house where you lived phil when you lived in the city at the jcc mm-hmm. when i decided i was going to start eating fish uh and i had a tuna melt um and it was great um from the jcc um but it uh really destroyed my stomach 
Do you feel high afterwards from how all the protein? Yeah, and it was hard for me to get through. Uh, or the mercury. I, I yeah. Mercury so gets long. you nice, man. When you yeah. get that, I, what I often do is I'll take, you take a thermo- an old thermometer and you just crack it open and you drizzle it on top of the sandwich. So it like kind of seeps into the bread. And then also it gets, when it falls onto the plate, you can kind of play with it and spell your name out in the mercury and things like that. It's fun. Kids Terminator. love it too. Yeah. Jake, Terminator. <laughs> Jake, are you a uh, uh, card carrying pescatarian now i'm a pescatarian technically although i usually eat vegetarian i don't really like fish very much in fact tuna specifically canned tuna is one of the only fishes that i actually enjoy the taste of but um i just want to have more options for when ali and i are in foreign countries and i would like to advocate for tuna melt lovers Mm -hmm. is for both of you to go to nick's rockaway uh nick's and rockaway oh yeah i think i've had pacifica Yeah, and get a crab sandwich. Oh, okay. Um, now, does that count as a, a as a tuna? That doesn't count as a tuna melt. No, but as a melt, probably. No, right? it's crab, yeah. huh? But it's is seafood it... and cheese, which is something that is there cheese it, in it? I don't even think it has cheese. You guys, All I think right, it's that's... just crab. Their crab meat, yeah. uh, and they put some stuff in it, and then it's on like their grilled uh, garlic bread oh, and oh, tomato, and it's unreal. It's really good. You get some. They have fries. It's great. Yeah, Nix right. is, Nix is a fun place too. I, I got a question about crab shells. You know those magic erasers? Are they made with crab uh, chitin from the uh, from the crab shell or from a shrimp or something like that? Where does that come from? Do you do you know about this? I should no. be googling, not asking you too live. Magic I'm not going to put you on the spot. So I would think it'd be like a unicorn yeah. or something. No, yeah, or like magic. Okay, I think that you're, you're probably right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Andy, uh, um, do you, you got any specific, any other? Uh, I uh, agree with Phil on the tuna melt. That's got you know Swiss preferred is the preferred oh, yeah. cheese rye. Is oh yeah. Bread. Okay. Oh my god. I like the <laughs> call on to oil packed tuna. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll mess around with mayo. I don't. Yeah, um, yeah. I have Andy, no you, shame. You can curse on this podcast. Yeah, it's okay. each his no own. Shame. Yeah, it's each his own. Yeah, like you know. Uh, do you ever put hot I know, sauce I'm on a tuna? I'm trying to appear smarter than I am by not <laughs> swearing. Oh, do you ever? Um, it doesn't work. I try that sometimes, and I just it just sounds like a dumb guy who's not swearing. <laughs> I was in a meeting at work the other day, and I found myself hauling off and saying a lot of swear words, and I, yeah. I left feeling like less oh. in uh, power. You oh, know? right, like yeah, I was giving yeah. up my power. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you lowered yeah. yourself down to like the, I don't know, the level of the average working man. Yeah, my well, problem is with... is I punctuate most of my sentences at work with duh, so it like <laughs> it, it just it kind of lowers me too, no matter what I say. So I'll just say yeah. something, then I'll say duh, and tell someone else says starts talking. I have to manage people that are much younger, literally half my age now. Oh, so yeah. I, I try to yeah. keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got it. You got to act like the adult in the room. Yeah. They're like, shove off, old timer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beat it, Methuselah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I guess we didn't rank it. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know about the guy on YouTube who eats old army rations? Have we talked about him? Because we I have, think I think, on a the tuna podcast. Melt once. I think I saw him eat a cold tuna melt from like 1975. Oh, God. You guys in- know what MRE stands for, right? Um, it's some kind of military uh, 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 ration. M- Wait, what is it? Meal ready to eat. Oh, yeah. Yes. Duh, that's. Yeah, but this, he, this is like years later, man. He, go, yeah. he goes and he digs up all these old army rations. He's, he's eating like ones from the Crimean War and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Why? For the, for the, for the fucking know. likes, dude. For the subs. Yeah, you gotta I mean, smash that like. Hit Does that he have subscribe. Many subs? Hella. Yeah, man. I like. I, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not like a, a big YouTube Phil's fan, a uh, watcher. But like, oh yeah, I'm. I'm like, hey, we gotta get him some new uh, MREs to eat, you know. And he eats them, and then he's like, this one was donated, and he he'll tell you like, this one is really not very good. Uh, like he lets you in on it that this hundred year old beef broth that was in someone's attic. <laughs> Surprise. This one's not good. Hey, this one's not, it doesn't taste very good at all. I'm having real trouble yeah, like swallowing this one. <laughs> yeah. I say this should be the new hundred. One hundred. Okay. One hundred. Uh, let's say one hundred. Run the jewels. Run the jewels. Okay. So, oh, I think it should be higher than grilled cheese sandwiches, which we just put on there. Because this think, is like a – it has everything a grilled cheese has, but it's better. Although it doesn't give comfort to vegetarians like Jake. So that's one knock against it. But That is a has, knock against it. Um, it's like what's the best thing to do with rye bread? I would put a tuna melt on that list of best things. Like it's better than just plain rye bread on its own. And rye bread on its own is yeah, at number 82 already. It, it tastes so, better, but it's also like not as simple. Like a grilled cheese sandwich – is such an easy and simple thing to make. It's like almost an every man sandwich. You know, you don't have to. Man, you're talking chomp. Well, you think tuna isn't an every man's fish? Like, I guess you're right. Getting cheese man. could, for many, for many people historically, could be just or more difficult than getting tuna. So you know, my cat won't eat tuna. I give my cat tuna out of the can. He said no thanks. What's up with that? Oh, uh, yeah. Jake, do you remember Wiki the cat? Yeah. I opened a can of tuna for it. 
Yeah. And gave it to it, and it ate literally the whole can yeah. and was sticking around. Yeah. And I, I didn't understand the concept that, that the cat would just continue to eat until it died. Uh, especially tuna i think i think cats usually won't do that i think dogs won't have control on their eating but cats usually won't but maybe that one was just so like nuts for the tuna like eventually it probably wouldn't that's what cats are supposed to want you know i've I've eaten tuna that was meow brand tuna like in spain there's a brand of tuna and it's miao so i thought oh i can eat this it's not like an issue i didn't think it through like oh what there's a cat there because it's made for cats it's probably not the best tuna but i i I ate it it was good it was probably better than anything i eat here you know andy was that cat wiki it was was wikipedia named after that cat because that was like definitely in the 90s wasn't it i think if you i think if you look on wikipedia the origin of the name wikipedia it has a picture of the cat okay yeah and he's eating Um, a can of tuna and saying thank you andy Thank you. Yeah. So going back to the list. So a, a grill, above or below grilled cheese? What do you above. think? Above. Above. Okay. Above. above. Okay. Yeah. I want to um, say, I want to put it above Shaquille O'Neal. I, no offense to Shaquille O'Neal, uh, you know, uh, so a great player in his own right. Shaquille's at 75. But like tuna melts are going to be here forever, at least until all the tuna gets fished out of the ocean, which is in about at least 10 years. And Soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So at 64, say, there's the food pancakes. Uh, above pancakes and above, above. bagels. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. dude. Oh, boy. So I put it above Bic lighters, at least. Like, think about Bic lighters. Bic lighters in number 51. We got to okay, put these. I think them. we're going to need to tamp this one down. Yeah, yeah. Cold I think both, that, both, Phil, both you, me and Andy are having trouble with going above <laughs> yeah. pancakes with it. It's like, this is like talking to yeah. Wiki and saying, hey, Wiki, where would you put these right now, Phil? <laughs> Wiki never ate pancakes. I feel like right? I'm talking to my cat who said no thanks when I'm, I'm talking about uh, – I, I was trying to sell the cat on the tuna, and I'm like, look, I like it. Mm, yummy, you know? And, yeah. and the cat was like, no, not what I right. want. Yeah. So okay, so Phil's on one end of this, you know, the horseshoe. Yeah. Maybe okay. Okay. More in the middle. So. But the horseshoe meets in the middle. It's a, you know so, how it is. Yeah, Phil was. What were you saying? You're saying above Bic lighters, which is 51, and and me yeah. and Andy are both. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, but I think we're both getting stuck at on pancakes at 64. Okay, yeah, here's the thing about pancakes. Yeah. I understand pancakes are versatile, but like I like I don't eat all the pancakes on my plate when they come to me. When I get get a tuna melt, I'm like scraping up every little bit to eat, which is which I don't do well, with the pancake. And that so that's how I am with pancakes. I'm oh, mine. I'm okay. eating Jamie's. I mean, Mylan's leftover. I mean, the ones that she played with. You know, said, <laughs> oh look, I made a dinosaur. I'm oh, you, that one. you eat the burnt one, the first one. Yeah. I eat the first one. Yeah, pancakes are kind of fun to cook, but so is tuna melt, man. And they're and simpler. They're, way, they're they're like almost the simplest thing you could get. No, you got to put that. You got to mix them up, and you got to mix the baking soda. You got to mix the tuna with the celery. You got to chop celery and whatnot. Uh, dude, I, it, uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I feel like it's cultural <laughs> oppression for you to be putting it that. You, I like you're doing this oppression on me, and you're saying I guess bagels are higher though, so I can't claim it's anti-Semitism. Okay, what if we put it one above pancakes? One above pancakes. Right above pancakes. I'll give you one below. One below. Yeah, well, I'm with Andy, Andy on this. Andy is the guest, and it was my mistake to invite him on to knowing he might outvote me with Jake. So I, if you say it, if Jake's okay with it, then I'll accept it. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. So uh, tuna melt. Yeah. The food goes in at number 65. Moving ice cream trucks, the idea to number 66. We'll take another quick yeah. break. Come back, rank the next thing. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back. It was pretty contentious, and, and we had to uh, smooth things out. I was pretty angry. It got pretty heated. But now we're back. We're all friends, at least pretending to be friends. Until yes. we're done taping this. And Did I say next... taping? Do we still say recording, I should say? We're taping it. Yeah, we're taping ourselves yeah. uh, down. Uh, the next that's me dating myself. is from Andy, uh, our <laughs> yeah. guest. And nice. if, if I'm correct, like it's the, the turkey bacon Swiss sandwich. Oh, is that right? shit. Yeah, this is a little, you know. It's I a feel specific like sandwich. It's, it's a specific sandwich, yeah. It's a, it's a type of sandwich. It's, it's a totally personal thing. So mm-hmm. when I was a kid... Uh, shout out Adeline Deli in Burlingame. Is that where by the train from, tracks? It's not. It's on Adeline Drive off of El Camino. Mm-hmm. Oh, down on Adeline? Over there in Ray Park. Mm-hmm. Kind of on the border between Millbrae and Burlingame. This is where my grandparents. By the chocolate factory. Um, that's across the 101, but maybe same latitude. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents lived a block away from this little market, and they made deli sandwiches. And it was where young Andrew first had his experience with a deli sandwich. And I don't think I ever got anything else from age eight to 18, 20. I don't think I got anything else other than a turkey, bacon, and cheddar on Dutch Was crunch. there mustard? Oh, cheddar. Mustard and mayo. 
lettuce and tomato and onion. When you say and, lettuce, okay. was Pickles. it that chopped up lettuce that they put? Yes. Yeah, I was thinking uh, about that stuff because you don't get that in, in, in other contexts. Shredded like, lettuce. Like as an adult, I don't know the last time I ever ate some shredded lettuce on a sandwich. And Maybe I on Mexican food, but not on a sandwich. I uh, guess, but a lot of times they'll use cabbage anyway. Cabbage? No, yeah. Shredded, yeah. shredded iceberg is like the jam that's my yeah. favorite i kind of forget what it tastes like I it was like one of the in, i feel like in the 80s it was one of the main food groups was yeah. shredded oh, lettuce yeah. and now i hardly see yeah. any it's shredded iceberg specifically do they take, do they yeah. take it yeah. and just run it through the, the meat slicer is that how yeah, they I think get they it do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. shred it up um, they probably use it to clean the meat off of the blades yes yeah. but the key is the dutch crunch i think oh yeah of uh -huh. course and to be honest when i started touring um and i the first deli like outside of the bay area i went to i ordered dutch crunch and they were like what's that oh yeah I, right yeah it blew it i was so confused wait I was like, how do you don't that's maybe we have some listeners that are not from the bay area which oh. we described as dutch crunch yeah it's, so it's like a sour roll a, it's, it's a sweet roll yeah that's what i mean sorry with a crackly top i think they throw some butter up there yeah and yeah. then bake it again uh so it has like this crunchy crackly top sometimes it tears up the top of your the roof of your mouth if you bite mouth into it too much yeah yeah. yeah, mouth mouth ripper. If no, it's fresh, if it's good, it's gonna tear up. They have to bake that in a Dutch mouth. oven, right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they cook it inside a windmill, right? When you go and yes. order it with your date, you have to split it. Yeah, to split evenly, it evenly, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, when you, you when you go into the door, they open that. There's two doors, uh, vertically one on top, and one connected. Yeah, yeah. they got to wear they wear wooden shoes to do it. Yeah. You guys yeah. ever have a Dutch baby? Um, yes, they're is great. Is that like an apple pie with no crust? No, it's like a pancake that is like. Oh, well, you know how I feel about. Oh, pancakes. I thought you meant illegitimate child. Uh, <laughs> <in the Netherlands. laughs> yeah. I bought my wife some tulips though for Valentine's Day, so oh, I feel like nice. qualified to talk uh, about. I'm not humble brag. I is know. she a World War One fan? Oh yeah, because no, there's a that's um. Oh damn it, those are daisies, right? Are those tulips? Up. No, tulips. I think is. Uh, oh, it's a different thing. Isn't there like some sort of correlation between poppies World War or, or and... something? I know that there's something where the. In, in Canada, you're supposed to wear a flower uh, on Remembrance Day. But like, uh, right. I don't, I, I could, yeah, I don't know. I know that Dutch people, when they see tulips, you know about Dutch Is that tulip to remember mania? the truck drivers? Oh, yeah. You got to remember those. Canadian guys. truck drivers? Canada? Yeah. So, um, you know, Andy, there's this movie that's pretty good and it's about tulip mania. And it's like they went crazy for tulips to, to the extent where they were speculating uh, like what's the tulips going to be worth next year? You know, buying it's like and NFTs these tulip for fucking, but it like through four hundred years fucking tulip. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, I always thought like you, when you learn about that, you're always like, oh, it's how they're ridiculous. Like how dumb are these people? You know, but then when you see the tulips, you're like, wow, these are really good looking flowers. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, are. these are really beautiful. I kind of get it. And and if they were coming in strange colors that they could didn't exist last year, you're like, when the new tulips drop, I'm gonna I'll I'll spend whatever I have to get. <laughs> And I can flip it too, because you know there's some rich guys gonna want to buy it off my yeah, hands. Exactly. So I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. going straight to the auction house with these tulips when I get them, you know, and I'm gonna sell them. Yeah, make sure you put that penny in the water, so they still oh, keep standing up straight. Oh, that's a tulip pro tip. Yeah, you know so much about tulips. <laughs> tulip pro tip hour here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Every so, I'm so sorry, yes, to I answer your question, I I paired my turkey bacon Swiss oh, sandwich shit. with just a nice glass. But of you water, don't eat bacon. The sweet hatch hatchy water straight from my kitchen faucet. Wait, you don't. Oh, wait, need... you had one. I made a vegetarian. So I would pair it with. I went, a... I went down to my local market. I bought some of those Morningstar Farms veggie bacon strips. Uh, I bought some oven roasted flavored tofurkey. Um, I got some Emmentaler cheese. It's from Switzerland, so that's Swiss cheese, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Swiss cheese is just Emmentaler, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, put it on yeah. Dave's killer bread. That the green one. Yeah. Um, put some avo on it. Bit of vegan. Did eggs. you toast it? I did toast the bread. Yes. All right. Uh, so oh, yeah, is, I mean, okay. it's not quite what quite, you know, I, I figure my options were either, you know, sort of be a naysayer and go against this sandwich in general, just because it in, includes turkey and bacon or when I'm ranking this, I'm going to be ranking this vegetarian version of the thing. Okay. That's fair enough. I have a similar experience to Andy, which is I used to get these sandwiches, but I would be in Long Island in New York and I, the uh -huh. deli sandwiches, my first real experience with deli sandwiches in New York, pretty similar, but I would, it would be on a sour roll essentially. And also I don't like, uh, I don't like mayonnaise on a sandwich. You know what I mean? So okay. it would be a little bit dry, but I would have a, a, a little drink to wash it down. And, um, that's how I kind of remember it was, uh, like, and I didn't have, oh, I guess I didn't have bacon on mine, but I would have a turkey sandwich and I remember the chopped up lettuce. And that's the thing that like I remember the most is, oh yeah, that chopped up lettuce is pretty good. I would throw this out there too, for those of you who are familiar um, with the town of Ukiah, there's a deli called the Bottle Shop. Oh yeah. And they, they make, they have a good turkey sandwich and you can get the, with bacon and Mendo mustard. Oh, you like Mendo mustard And I mustard believe they the put smoked 
I do the, I think they do like a smoked cheddar. That sounds about right. Yeah, I got a friend um, who he makes it a point to go there. Like he's from he's from Ukiah. I haven't been. I don't really go to Ukiah. My mother doesn't live there. No, it's still there because a friend okay. of mine was on his way up and and he was telling me, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to eat until I get there because and and when I get there, I get two sandwiches and then one I eat like the next day, you know. Because was I, this friend of yours ever in in jail? He was never in jail, as far as I know. I'm knocking on wood <laughs> now because uh, hopefully this case yeah. against him right now doesn't pan out and he doesn't have to go to jail. But no, for for now he's walking free. Mm. Hopefully the events at your birthday party with involving the uh, yeah, yeah. as long as everybody yeah. keeps their mouth shut, then he <laughs> yeah. can stay out of jail. That'd be good. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So where where are we gonna put this sandwich? I, we're gonna call it the classic turkey sandwich. We're gonna call it turkey bacon Swiss sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you put avocado on it or not? No, or you can put avocado. Different? That's an add-on. That's an add-on. I didn't have any like lettuce it. or any sort of greens on mine, but you know, yeah. uh, iceberg added. I mean, you could. This this is modifiable. It doesn't have to be turkey, bacon, and Swiss. I just I just oh, don't want to like I don't want to like get into the bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. I feel like that's a different sandwich and yeah. needs to be. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Hey, I mean to say it doesn't have to be just turkey, bacon, and Swiss. I would say any sandwich. With those three items as the, like the main the, the stars of the of the show, um, yeah, works. I'd like to mention Adeline Deli is also still there. Oh, so we'll if put links anybody to both if, in the show notes, yeah, if any listener would like to go experience, and in fact, Assad Stefan's parents um, run or they used to run Adeline Deli, okay. and Assad mm-hmm. Stefan is most famous for beating me up for um, student body vice president uh, in the fourth grade. Shout out to Assad Stefan! Congratulations yeah. on the student body. <laughs> Uh, Congratulations on beating! Uh, I thought you were going to say beating you up, like you were. It was a, a oh, talk, you were physically attacked. No, um, no hard feelings though. Uh, no, we're good. Okay. To my knowledge, uh, Main Street Wine and Cheese is no longer there, uh, but I could be wrong. Um, but all the right. well, shop? Sa- these are sandwiches you could get at most places in the world. Like you know, these are True. these are not uh, rare items. You could yeah, it might you, not be on the place? menu. You might have to you know, it might be your uh, build your own sort of situation. Grab the little yeah. paper thing and fill out the deal and whatnot. Yeah. I would like to put this number one. <laughs> All right, I think that's a little high, Andy. Andy, and you I'm like this say, more than burritos. I respect that. <laughs> no, okay. I don't. Yeah. So burritos are number twenty-seven, which is probably low for Andy. You but, like and more than burritos pizza. are actually below sandwiches at at twenty-five. The general category of sandwiches. I don't. You might have to just well, sort of ignore that. Uh, that yeah, and we have pizza here I at number at number uh, thirty three and thirty five. Triangle. It's, and it's so nuanced. This thing, you know, I would to be honest. When I'm looking at shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry cha cha heels, I feel like oh. uh, turkey. This turkey sandwich idea concept is similar in scope. Yeah, yeah. It's sort yeah, of a to order thing it, that just like you take a few ingredients. It's that, very that, specific. Like, work yeah, great, put them together. And you get but also, like, there's some people. Yeah. Jake, Jake might be like, I don't want any bacon on that, and I'd be, I'd be like, you know what? I want that sandwich, but I prefer it like not on Dutch Crunch, but I want it like it on a on a rye bread or something. So just well, like correct. with the shirtless men with elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry cha-cha heels, some people might be like, sounds good until you got to the heels and then you lost me, right? Or yeah, I'm yeah. like, give me the shirtless man without shorts. Yeah, yeah. Why I not? mean, some yeah. people like no mayo on it. I mean, they like the sandwich undressed, and some people like this shirtless men undressed. <laughs> Now, you yes. would eat this every day after school or you would have it like at lunch or you would have it like once a week when you went to see your grandparents or I, – I was at my grandparents every You're day. You're talking about the sandwich, oh. right? Not the shirtless yeah. The sandwich I would eat as much okay. as I could. I, okay. Anytime I could wrestle up $5, which is okay. what it cost back then. Oh, God. That's yeah. so cheap. That sandwich in San Francisco oh, today would be like 30 well, yeah, because you would get it with um, – Jake would say like, oh, where is that cheese imported from? Uh, uh, oh, let me yeah. get the cave-aged cheese. I don't want this yeah. – uh, none of this like fresh out of the cow stuff. Yeah. Hey, it would be yeah, like you got yeah. bread that was baked this afternoon, right? Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Let me look at the bread," and then they show it to him, and you approve of it or disapprove <laughs> of it. Yeah. My, well, my my like impulse would be to put it below the shirtless men uh, wearing yeah. elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry chocolate. But in heels. that in that territory, okay. What I about would put it... so that's seventy seven? Um, do you guess? But Andy, do you think I really this... pre- Andy, I'm really proud of you for like realizing that like it's a great thing, but it's also a very specific thing that like and and you you can even though it might be your favorite thing, I feel like that's a really uh, 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 I'm I'm really impressed that you were able to to do that. Andy, I'm ashamed of you that it took you this long to realize that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, Andy, I'm, uh, I'm really so, proud sorry, of you. Thank you to both of you. At 83, we have rye bread, which oh. is something you really like. How about where do you feel about this sandwich in relation to rye bread? Because I think it can go over rye bread because okay. again, bread is just bread. I feel like the best use of bread is to be put in sandwiches, right? Okay. I like to- I do like to having the smell of toasted rye bread, but you yeah. can put, you know, the, what I like it even more in is imagine that toasted rye bread with the caraway seed 
uh, yeah. a dill rye bread, as it were, and it, and, it, and it wafts up into your nostrils, you know? Right above that is 82 oh. nail clippers, which uh, yeah. there's a, you're afraid yeah. that they'll mangle your penis. And I think this would do something yeah. entirely different to your penis. Yeah, I agree. You know, Beth, uh, my wife had a, has a friend, and she um, had a dream in which she was mangling her ears with uh, fingernail clippers. Oh. And yeah. it was like, oh my god, that's awful. Any, any body part, this this sandwich would be better. Uh, would, you're, you're, that body yeah. part would have a better experience with this sandwich. So we can move, move it above that. Uh, Eighty-one, yeah. or sorry, eighty is Chinatown. I, like that's where I'm like, do we put a blower above Chinatown? I'm not. That's one I'm not quite sure about. What yeah. do you guys? I think China? we put a one below Chinatown. One below Chinatown. Yeah. That's it's yeah. a place. Yeah. It's an it's an environment. It's a it's a world in and of itself. Uh, Chinatown you know, is you know, specifically it, listener, not yeah, not every yeah, Chinatown. Yeah. And in fact, you have to walk through Chinatown if you would want to go to Molinari's Deli, where you can get yourself a delicious turkey bacon. Well, you wouldn't have to walk sandwich. through Chinatown to get there if you're coming from the other direction. Well, it depends. Yeah, no, no, you have to. From. That's the rule: is you have to have been to Chinatown in order to go to that. So you'd have to pass by Molinari's <laughs> to Chinatown to loop back yeah. around. You win. Yeah. You win, and I lose. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Uh, also, I, I thought I'm I was sorry, so smart. Phil, when I said that, I said, I, that? I didn't realize you were so wealthy. I, I, yeah, it's like, marina. <laughs> my bad. Fancy lad. Uh, I thought I was so smart, man. I thought this is my final victory. I'm going to teach these guys a lesson. And then who ended up getting taught a lesson? I wasn't who I wanted to learn a lesson, that's for sure. Uh, so the um, turkey bacon and Swiss sandwich uh, goes in at number 81, which moves uh, handkerchiefs to number uh, 82. I'm hungry. Uh, I didn't eat lunch. We completed man. the thing. Oh, there's a new thing I want to do. Um, the items that we rank today, they, the order that they would go in would be – so it would be turkey bacon Swiss sandwich and then tuna melt or would it be – No, it goes tuna melt, then tuna grilled melt. cheese, then then turkey bacon Swiss. Okay. So yeah, for the items we ranked today, would go tuna melt, then grilled cheese, then turkey bacon Swiss. So yeah, that's it. We've completed yeah. it. There's 257 items on the list now. Yeah, uh, Andy, well done. Thanks for coming um, on. They said it couldn't be done, but guess yeah. who was wrong? Them. <laughs> uh, Andy, is there any? You got to guess some bands. Is there anything going on with you guys, uh, with either uh, of your bands, uh, anytime soon? No. Worth mentioning. Actually, no, nothing. Um, Chuck Platt, the bass player, sees up was. Hit by a car yes, recently. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh god! But um, he's going to be okay. He's okay. getting. He's recovering well, um, which is great. We'll put links to those bands in the show notes, uh, and they can go and check that stuff out. So, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, it was right. a pleasure to have yeah, you. Thanks for having me. Uh, oh, yeah, and um, I also like to thank the listener for listening to every damn thing, and I sincerely hope that the listener enjoyed it. Um, yes, and I, I really do mean that. Also, thanks to Chris L who sent. Um, an email to us. He went. He went to every damn thing and looked at our updated list and show notes, which you can do as well. Um, and like him, if you have something you'd like us to add to the list of everything or anything else you'd like to say to us, you can email us like Chris L did at list at everydamthing.net. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, and you can suggest topics there as well. Subscribe or follow to the show wherever you listen to it. And you should also know this is. I'm being honest with you now. Our theme is by Jed Puget. Yes, hater of uh, bread and butter pickles. If you enjoyed the show, no, please... no, he likes bre- he likes bread and butter. Oh no, pickles. sorry, lover of bread yeah, and butter flex. pickles. Yeah. Um, mm, I could see that. <laughs> if you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it uh, on your platform of choice. Send us a screenshot of a five star review, and we'll bump a submission of your choice to the front of the queue. Um, also, if you want to support the show in general, best way to do it is to recommend it to your friend, uh, the person that works at your deli who makes your sandwiches, any person like yeah. that. And as always, we'd like to tell you ranks for everything. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Rank you for your order. Rank you for your order. Of course.